Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're me? Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie. And this is Katrina. It is great to be back. I thank God. Um, that he has given us another day to come together. Amen. And just s- wrestle and struggle through life. Life kind of stinks sometimes. It, it does. I almost said the other word, but we're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it does. And then sometimes life's amazing. And, you know, it's it's really easy to to give praise when things are going well. And it's really hard to remember when things are, are hard. So um, I tell you, I've been spending a lot of time recently um, just remembering. I actually took some time, and, and I didn't, I'm not doing this for like vanity purposes at all, but I've been taking some time to go back and listen to some of our podcasts, like go back to the beginning. Because, you know, sometimes you get, because we've been in this now for a year. You know that? It's been wow. a year. Yeah, we've been doing this for a year now. Wow. And, and you know, sometimes when you're, when you're into something, you... Um, and I, I went through this with Mercy's Hope as well, where like, you know, to you, it just seems very like, God, am I doing anything? You know, like, I feel like I'm putting forth this effort and I'm being obedient, but I just don't like, I, I need to remember like from where we came from. Right. So right. like, so I've just been reflecting a little bit about, you know, I, I would almost go to say that like, I'm just kind of in a dry spell right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling a little empty and, um, just needing a lot of Jesus. And so I thought, you know what, I want to go back and I want to listen to all the wonderful things that he's told us, you know what I mean? And his word. And, and it's, it's easy to do when you're a year away from it because you listen to it and it's like not even, you know, you think it's you, right? You're just kind of like, wow, <laughs> that's such wisdom. But you know, the thing that just makes me so sad is that, you know, I, I listened to the, the podcast and I was like, dang, man, I'm still struggling with the same stuff, you know? But you're always going to be struggling. <laughs> but I don't want to. I mean, I just want to be an overcomer, right? And, and, and you know, it's funny, though, because in some ways I feel like the things that I, that I listen to, and I mean, I've only listened to like the first four the first four podcasts and and I was like wow I'm I'm still struggling with the same things but then I can look for I can I can sit here now and I can say but God you know I've I've learned so much through that and I feel like what God sometimes does is (laughs) I once heard it said that um I think I'm, an, I'm, I'm. I hope I don't butcher this, but what I once heard it said that um, you know when you say I feel like you're, you're giving me a test again on the same thing, you know, like and he's like, well, you haven't really passed that test yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have to, you know, and I feel like there's just when areas, you pass it, I'll move on. Yeah, I'll move <laughs> on when you pass it. But I, so I feel like there's those areas that he's still continuing to just pull back another layer. I think that's everybody. I don't. Think is it? Yes, it that is. makes me feel better. It is everybody. <laughs> because sometimes I feel pretty. Like, wow, I'm a mess. Why am I such a mess? Everybody because else has we're it human. together. I know. No, everybody else does not have it together. And I'm just going to apologize is... right now because it's crazy when you decide that you want to go deeper and you want to push in, your heart just becomes a little bit more fragile. So I just want to apologize up front that I might be a little, you know, stupid and emotional today. Not stupid, just And emotional. I wanted to and not okay. even do this, but I also feel like 
weakest time is when God shines the most and when his strength comes through. So our topic for today, which is a word that just is very timely, the concept that we're talking about today is effort. What are your thoughts about that? I actually went a whole bunch of different ways because I'm kind of, um, as you know, scatterbrained. Um, And I thought about what does it look like as far as effort in our walk or Mm -hmm. effort in life or effort in our relationships or effort in in pretty much everything what how um what does that mean like especially like the effort in our walk where the christian walk is not always easy it takes effort but it doesn't take effort on our Mm -hmm. part and it um it does but it doesn't and it's kind of hard to it's hard to to grasp exactly you know i mean we there's still stuff that we have to do but it's all him and it's not about us so and then our of course relationships and then on our life effort in our life and sometimes it feels like sometimes it feels effortless Right. Like it just, I'm smooth sailing, life is great. But then there's times when it's like, why does it take so much effort just to breathe? Yeah. And that's just life. Or um, when you pour out and you pour out and you pour out and the response that you get is not what your expectation was. And what is it that our wise mm. sister Lynn I said know. about expectations? I know. So greatest disappointments in life are when we have expectations for others. Right. And and but here's the thing though, we can have the greatest expectations for Jesus. That's right. I mean, we can always count on him. We can always depend on him unlike people, you know? And 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 I guess, you know, it's it's not fair to expect people to be Jesus for us. You know, it's not it's not fair. I wouldn't want anyone to put that on me and I shouldn't put that on other people. I mean, our worth and satisfaction should come from him alone. Um, he can definitely rise up to our expectations. That's you very know? true. So I was reading, um, I've been reading this Heidi um, and Roland Baker devotional called Reckless Devotion and I, and I love it. And every once in a while something just hits me hard right between the eyes and and this one definitely didn't i think it goes along well with what we're talking about today it says day by day we are learning to live in christ's sufficiency learning to rest in him we have a tendency toward action doing rather than being we want to make things happen there's nothing wrong with action with getting things done but when we do them out of a sense of striving we don't get anywhere Hmm. we can't achieve anything worthwhile in the kingdom through self-effort first we must turn to jesus and immerse ourselves in his presence rest in his love from that place of rest we act we are and then we do then we can act without a hint of performance we do because we are loved not to be loved we do because we are accepted not to be accepted and i just like gosh if i could wrap my brain around that and i i mean i probably read this 20 times this week we do because we are loved not to be loved and we do because we are accepted not to be accepted and i think that that this can not only can this go for our relationship with Jesus, but I think it can go for our relationship with others too because of Jesus. Like we do for people because Jesus loves us. So therefore we can love others and we accept other people because Jesus accepts us. But it's just, it's, it's really easy to say it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. (laughs) It's very, very hard to do. So, you know, I, and I was just, for me, when I was thinking about effort, I just thought, you know, I was thinking in both the spiritual realm and in the in the worldly realm, I was thinking, you know, like how often we strive and we work and we try and and it seems like nobody notices or nobody appreciates 
and then and you feel defeated and then you have to like check your heart like why are you doing it are you mm-hmm. doing it because you want people to affirm and acknowledge um are you you know what was your heart check your heart you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i think in the spiritual realm it's kind of the same way like you know it's like oh god i just want to know you so much more and i want to fellowship with you more and so you're like in the word and you're and you're going through the disciplines of what we're supposed to do, but then what's the heart behind it? Is it, are you doing it because you think that somehow God's gonna love you more through those things? Um, like he's gonna accept you more because of the effort you're putting forth? So I think I go back and forth all the time with those two things. I think I'm constantly battling with that. And I think that's why God has me in such a fragile place right now because he's continuing to show me that I'm not resting in him. I'm not resting in what he already accomplished and the acceptance, the acceptance that I could do nothing the rest of my life and his love wouldn't change for me. Where with man, I can do everything and their love fluctuates. And and it doesn't always coincide with the effort you're putting into it. It doesn't. Not man's. I mean, yeah. so you can, you can be putting in a whole bunch of effort and it should be, then you get a whole bunch of affirmation or a whole bunch of acknowledgement or whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't always happen. I think it's interesting, Randy did a sermon last week out of Revelation 1. He was talking about the church in Ephesus, and I, and I again, I thought that was just so timely because, you know, he talks about, let me, let me just go to it real quick, and I'd rather you hear Jesus's, you know, words rather than mine. Um, so, um, so it's Revelation 1. Yeah. To the church of Ephesus, it says, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not. You have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships in my name and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you first had or you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent. Do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place but you have this in your favor and then it goes on so i I just think this is perfect timing because i feel like when we're talking about effort we're all like trying to walk in obedience and we're all trying to just lean on lean in to god and we're trying to hang on his every word but sometimes in that effort of doing that we forget the why you know we forget the who and you know and i go back to what we've talked about before if jesus is sitting in your living room waiting to just Mm -hmm. commune with you and and you've got that martha thing going on again and you're running around and you're doing stuff but you're neglecting the the relationship that he wants to have with you he doesn't care about the things that we're doing you know he just wants us and i think that that's kind of part of what he's talking about in the church of ephesus too it's like come back to your first love and so then i think about like marriage when i think about like how when and randy kind of talked about this as well about how when you first meet that person you just you're consumed with them and you just want to be with them and you want to talk to them and you want to you know hang out with them all the time and you see no faults in them you know and everything's just great and then as you get to know them there starts to be a separation and and then and then you just get into this pattern and then you forget the why behind you know why you came together as a couple and jesus is the same thing like we're his bride 
And so I think it's really important that we remember that that relationship is the most important thing. Like we can build kingdoms together, but it but there's no point to those kingdoms if the love's not there. Like within a marriage, you can have lovely things and you can have vacations and you can have all kinds of things and you can have all these pictures on Facebook, but if the love isn't there, mm-hmm. then it's facade. It's not real. It's it's filthy rags, right? So there's a, what's a scripture, return to me to the joy of my salvation. Return to me the joy of my mm-hmm. salvation. Or uh, And again, I, I think totally for the joy it. set before me, Christ went to the cross. He went to the cross so that he could have communion with us. That's his joy. His joy comes from communion with us. I say this over and over again, if I could just believe it, God help me. If I could just believe it, that his joy, his delight is when he, when we really understand his great love for us and that there's nothing that we can do, that there is no striving. There's nothing that we can do to separate us from that love that we have in him. So I have this song that I'd like to share, and it's just really, first time I heard it, I just loved it. And I know you've got a scripture you want to share before that. Um, let's go ahead and share well, your scripture. The scripture that I was trying to remember was Psalm fifty-one, twelve. Okay, go ahead. And it's restore to me the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. I think there was another, and there was another translation that said, "Give me the spirit to uh, the was it NLT? Uh, restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you." Mm. So uh, we don't. I don't pray for obedience, but I pray, give me the will, give me the want to do what I need to do. Right. You know, to and, put and in the effort. Because really it has to do with trust, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because if, if if you really truly believe that that God is, you know, like all those scriptures that you have on your body. Yes. <laughs> you know, that he really is for us and yeah. that he's working all things. Oh. If we really believe that and I believe that, then I have to trust him even when I don't understand. And I have to trust, I have to trust that he is working all things for the good because I love him. And I also need to, maybe in that point when we're feeling that way, we have to instead ask God, God, I don't understand, but give me strength, give me faith, increase my faith to just trust you. I mean, God, there are so many stories in this Bible about people who were called to do the craziest things and and go through extreme things, things that we, we will probably in our lifetime never go through. And God gives them the strength to do those things and then at the end like i just finished reading once again the story of joseph and what he went through with with his family rejecting him and a vision that god had given him and and it wasn't until like 30 years later that he saw that vision come when his brothers came to him and bowed before him and his father came and bowed before him and he said what what the devil intended for evil god Mm -hmm. intended for good and so sometimes i'm preaching to myself sometimes when bad things are happening and coming at you and the devil wants to use it to break you down and destroy you god's going to use it for his glory and actually for good so you just have to trust him Mm -hmm. valerie you just have to keep your eyes on him so i'm saying that to me and i'm saying that to you that whatever it is you're going through friends trust god trust his love for you he will protect your heart just fully fully rely on him what you got sweetie i have a quote and actually i have no idea where i heard it but i wrote it down it was that it was it's the greatness of our power as believers in god is directly related to the measure of our surrender to him i love that isn't that cool yeah and it's the truth the greatness of our power as believers in God is directly related to the measure of our surrender to Him. Yeah. And I think that was kind of pertinent. Wow. Say that one more time. The greatness of our power as believers in God is directly related to the measure of our surrender to Him. All right. That's awesome. 
Sing your song okay, for us. so yeah, so this next song that I want to do, it's um it's a new one by Pat Barrett and a lot of people are getting to know him because he's um going on tour with Chris Tomlin, but he's actually a worshiper with House Fires. Okay. And just a great worshiper and, and this song is called Sales and it just kind of touched my heart because it 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 talks about that del- delusion that we have um, of God's love and that when when we finally do let out the sails of our heart, you know, we open up ourselves to his love that he's right there. Mm. You know, he's right there. Um, so I hope you enjoy this one. It's called Sales. Here you are. 
That's beautiful, Val. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's a hard one to get through and sing, too. Yeah. Um, again, I can't emphasize enough that love that God has for us and that, you know, with the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God all together, we get access to all three, and each one has just a different role, you know, in our life um, and, and to get us home just to get us home. And so the other thing that was just really on my heart is that, you know, as we are putting forth an effort, an effort can mean lots of things. Maybe like you said earlier, sometimes it's an effort just to get out of bed and breathe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an effort to put one foot in front of the other. Um, Sometimes it's an effort to continue with the promise that God gave you, you know, when God is faithful to complete what he said he's going to complete and we're not seeing and we're not feeling it. So we just continue to put that effort that that we need to just stay steady. Paul talks about that, you know, steadfast. Yes, steadfast, you know, keeping our eyes on the prize, Mm -hmm. you know, because here's the thing. Was it Abraham that never even saw the promise come? right abraham no yeah he was he never actually isn't it abraham that never actually stepped into the promised land but generations after him did but you know i totally yeah it's it's abraham i'm pretty sure it's abraham (laughs) email us if we're wrong but i'm pretty sure it was abraham you know because it was isaac and jacob they were the ones that actually entered into the promised land Google it for I'm me, go- sweetie. I'm Googling. But anyway, it- the whole point is is that even if we don't see the promise here, you guarantee that all of the fathers of our faith see the whole picture now. You know, they see the generations and generations. It's Moses. It was Moses. That's what I thought. And then you said Abraham, and I'm like, hey, it's, it's Moses. And I'm even looking right at our little yeah. Moses doll. It's Moses. You're right. Yeah. I, that was actually, I knew that, and I was trying to trick the audience. So it was, Mo- it was, <laughs> it was Moses. Yes. Okay. A Old Testament scholar, I am not. So forgive me well, for I'm that. Well, I'm about a month away from my doctorate, so I guess I better pray. Thank God for Google. Okay, yes. so anyway. Moses. Moses never made it into the promised land. But, you know, he knows now that um, everything was exactly as God said it was going to be. You know, and God's promises are true through all time, through all ages. So it might not be something that you see right now. Maybe he'll show you later. Maybe it won't be until you're with him. But just trust him that he's good. Um, So this last song that I want to do for you guys, um, it's a song that was... Um, by Bethel, actually Steph- Stephanie um, Gritzinger, is that her name? And it's called uh, Steady Heart, and it just kind of, again, speaks to that. Stay in the course. Don't give up. Keep putting forth effort. But know that, again, let me go back to that quote that I had from Heidi Baker, that we do because we are loved. So know, first of all, that you are loved, and that love should compel you to do. But you shouldn't do it because you think you're going to be loved for it. You're already loved. It's done. You're loved. We do because we are accepted. So because we are accepted, we do. We say yes. But saying yes is not what makes us accepted. We're accepted. Mm -hmm. And I think we talked about that. Wasn't that our word last week or two weeks ago was acceptance? Mm -hmm. You know, like that's just it. If, you know, Psalm 139 you are here, which means that God knows you. He, he knows everything about you. He knows your thoughts. He knows every hair on your head. He cares for you. Every tear you've ever cried, he holds in a bottle. He is that crazy about you. So yes, he accepts you. Yes, he loves you. So just walk in that. 
walk in it, walk in it, walk in it. And guys, just, you know, be praying for us. If, if you're a prayer warrior, pray for us too. Um, we love praying for you, but you can always just lift us up, throw one in for us as well, because, you know, like you, we have our struggles, we have our bumps in the road. The enemy can't stand what we're doing. That's very true. Sometimes I feel like there's a large target on our backs. Yeah. yeah. But greater is he than is in me than he that's in the world that's true and we've read the last page and we know who wins and right. it's us so stay strong friends we love you so much and um i hope this song is a blessing to you have a great week remember jesus is crazy about you amen thank you val oh, i can see what's in front of me Still I will trust you Still I will trust you Oh, I can see What's in front of me Still I will trust you Steady heart that keeps on going, steady heart that keeps on hoping, lead me on. Steady grace that keeps forgiving, steady faith that keeps believing, lead me on. Know the sky is dark. Steady love that keeps on hope